You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to 49 and Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on and how are you handling just the total, I don't know, wackos out there on social media platforms and ESPN and NFL Network. And, you know, we're going to get into everything with Brendan Ayuk. We're going to hear directly from Kyle Shanahan on what's going on here. Here's what I want to say. Remember where you're getting your news. Remember where you're participating in sports talk because what are they selling, okay? You always ask yourself that question. I, I, I was going to talk about this later. I, I couldn't wait. <laughs> so here we go. Everything in life, especially in our society today, depending on where you go to get your news, you already know what you're going to get. It, it's not based on facts or any of that stuff, and yeah, I don't care – you know, right or left, whatever. And the same thing for sports, okay? Who who are you buying it from? And, and what, what are they selling? Because that's what you're going to get. You've got your anti-Kyle people. You've got your people that want dissension. You've got your people that just complain. You've got your hot take, hot click people. And for some reason in our society, those people just burn up everything. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, did you see... Did you see what's going on? Kyle Shanahan hates Brandon Ayuk. He's Dante Pettis 2.0. Guys, chill the hell out. Don't listen to those people. Don't listen to them. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. 
Um, so we're going to get into that. We're going to hear from Kyle. We're going to talk through those things. We've got a new 49er on the 53-man roster. We're going to talk about that, what that implications are. We've got film um, that I'm going to share with you guys, some clips from our Patreon channel. We're going to hear from our special teams coordinator, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, we've got a lot of stuff. This is a long episode. It, sometimes whenever I put together episodes, it's like, man, I, I don't know if we've got enough content for a full show. Let's keep going. This one, I had to cut. I did, like, cut, cut, cut. Like, <laughs> I got way too much stuff to talk about. And, of course, you know, I'm going to go off on tangents, and I try to get to as many questions as possible. But I do want to say thank you to the Countdown crew. Hashtag CC, showing up strong. Love that. Uh, yeah, Melissa, thank you. She says, John, how was your birthday? Hope it was a good one. It was. I appreciate all the birthday wishes, man. I love this freaking community. And back to the, the issue with what I started, okay? I'm, I'm guilty of this, too, okay? What, where you get your information from, sports, news, entertainment, doesn't matter, wherever it is, what is it they're selling? So here's the question. What the hell am I selling? What does the 49ers rush sell? We sell community, and we sell education to the faithfulness. That, that's the whole ball game right here, folks. Um, I want you to enjoy and have a better game day experience as a 49ers fan. And we do that through education, through knowledge, and through building the community. That's what I want, okay? Um, and because of that, it's very easy. You know, again, look at, you know, what is the fan base upset about this week? It's going to be a different thing. Every sports fan base is like that. But it was, you know, Jimmy or Trey, Jimmy or Trey, Jimmy or Trey, right? And so if you're one of those hot take people or if you got something to sell, you're going to pick a side and then that's your side. Oh, I'm on this side. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. That's not who we are here, Right. I'm the biggest Trey Lance supporter in the world. I, I'm pretty sure I was one of the very first pundits, YouTubers, podcasts, or whatever you want to call us. One of the first ones to say, I really want Trey Lance to be drafted by the 49ers. Like, I freaking, I was in on that in December, right? But just because I have this, you know, I love Trey Lance, and I have jerseys of him already. I'm so pumped about the future of the 49ers. Does not mean I have to be anti-Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm packing for the Philly trip. So excited to hang out with everybody this week. I want to meet so many people. If you're in Philly, man, you better hit us up. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Come party with us Saturday night. Tailgate with us Sunday. Have a good time with us this weekend. But it, I'm, I'm you know, going through my packing list now, getting ready because I'm so excited. I'm like a little kid. These are the two jerseys I'm bringing. Saturday, I'm wearing my white Trey Lance jersey, okay? Guess what I'm wearing Sunday? I'm wearing a Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. Why? Because that's my damn quarterback. That's why. And that's who I want to have the best game out there Sunday. They're not mutually exclusive. They're not. And I know people are going to tell you, oh, I can't believe they're wasting Trey Lance's year and blah, blah. Oh, my, get the hell out of here. <laughs> of the five first-round rookie quarterbacks, one of them got a victory last week. Guess which one that was? Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're fans, and it's easy to fall in love with I'm not even to my notes. This is going to be an hour and a half episode. <laughs> I ain't even mad about it. But at the end of the day, we're fans of the team. Yeah, you fall in love with players, and you, you know want that player to be successful, and whether that's Raheem Mostert, Jason Verrett, stuff happens, and that sucks. But we root for what's on the front of the jersey. It's on the front of the jersey. You know, that's what I tell the players I coach, too. It's, it's about the team. It's not about me, the coach. It's not about you, the player, the quarterback, the running. No, no, no about the team and whatever you can get past and get that dissension and get all that ah just gross stuff out there get it out man trash in trash out 
That's what it is. Trash in, trash out. Get that crap out. Mute accounts. Be smart about it. And if you do that, you're going to have a better experience. Get that crap out of your life. You don't need it, man. There's too many talking heads out there to pick somebody that's going to ruin your time and piss you off in the morning whenever you check Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Whatever. Anyway, all right. All right. I'm sorry. And we got my soapbox. I'm sorry about that, guys. Went in teacher mode a little bit too much there. All right. Let's talk about the 49ers. There were only two transactions on the waiver wire today. One of them was the 49ers. They claimed running back Trenton Cannon off of waivers from the Ravens. He was a sixth rounder in 2018 for the Jets. Uh, played for, get this, I love this, the Virginia State Trojans. The fighting Trojans. Uh, so smaller school guy, sixth round pick, bounced around with the Panthers, Jets, and then Ravens. Is this guy a home run threat? No. Is this guy, you know, a lock to, you know, get significant playing time? No. But whenever, you know, it, Mostert went down, you got to get somebody else in there. We brought over Carryon Johnson to the practice squad, which you got to understand he was with Philly all offseason, right? Who are we playing week two? We're playing Philly. Next episode, we'll be breaking down all that stuff. I already started diving into the film, started my scouting report, all that stuff. Uh, even spoke to a couple of Eagles guys, all that stuff. Um, so that's going to be our next episode. I'll have that out tomorrow because I'm coaching my game Friday, my high school game Friday. I'm leaving from the field to go to LAX to fly overnight <laughs> to Philly on the red eye. Oh, it's going to be a mess. So I've got to get that episode out a little early. Uh, that'll be up for you tomorrow. But we have Carry On Johnson on the practice squad. But, again, keep in mind, that, that's a twofer. You're bringing him over, one, because it's extra running back depth and he's a vet and all those things. That's great. But he also played for Philly all offseason and preseason. So he's going to be able to give us some insight into their calls, their formations, tendencies, things like that. And I'm not sure Carryon Johnson is the long-term answer. You know, Seattle does this to us all the time, right, where they just poach our guys, put them on their practice squad, learn a couple things, and cut them a couple weeks later. We'll see. I hope Carryon, you know, stays on. But we'll have to see there. However, Trent Cannon, he kind of, you know, what, what's the monopoly turn, right? Like, go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Accepted a positive spin. Trent Cannon, do not go to the practice squad. Go directly to the 53-man roster. Like, you are active. And so, because you claimed him, he skips directly to that. So, he's part of our 53-man roster, which whenever we put Jason Verrett on IR, um, that opened up that spot, and that's what he took there. So we didn't have to drop anybody because now they're on IR. Now, who who is this guy? Okay, There's not a lot there. He doesn't have a large sample size in his few years in the NFL. It's 5'11", 185, so a smaller guy. 4'4", uh, pro day 40. He did not get invited to the combine, so that tells you something. 38.5-inch vertical. So smaller speed athlete. That's what he is. He's a straight-line runner. Um, but then you look at kind of his career. Listen, I mean, this is bad right here. 50 rushing attempts in his career for 151 yards. That's a three-yard rushing attempt. Now, he was with the Jets, very, very bad team. He was with the Panthers, very, very bad team. Um, he hasn't played on good teams. 20 receptions on 28 targets. That's probably his most prolific addition to this team. Looks like a solid receiver. Um, 160 yards, 8 yards per carry. So he's a receiving back, smaller speed guy. That's what he is. Now, the question is, well, if the Ravens, who need a running back, cut him, how good can he be? You're exactly right. You're exactly right. We don't know. And the 49ers, this is what they do. They're doing the same thing at cornerback right now, too. 
It's going to be a revolving door with bodies until somebody sticks. Somebody shows, wow, okay, we can trust this guy with this role, right? We're looking for roles. We're not looking for starting running backs. Trent Cannon not going to lead the team he carries anytime soon. That's that's not the that's not what this is. It's can he bring something? Can he be a third down back? Can he be a special teamer? Can he be a short yardage guy? Can he be a home run threat? You find one thing that he can bring, and then you're happy. So just keep in mind, yeah, he's on the roster. Don't expect him and carry on to be here long term. I hope they do stick, and I hope they're perfect, slide right in, and we're happy. But it's going to be a revolving door here at the running back and cornerback position. That's just what it is. Oh, Adam, my man, Adam Garcia, one of the best ever. Um, appreciate the gift, my friend. He says, do you expect us to stay away from the wide nine because of the Eagles run game? Maybe run some more five-man fronts. The issues we can't run as much coverage without Verrett. That is true. Now, and again, I, you know, next episode is going to be dedicated entirely to the Eagles. But Adam, to be, to your point, I'm not quite sure we'll run less wide nine. And if we do, I, I don't think that the adjustment is the defensive end and linebacker alignment, okay? So if we do the wide nine, which, again, just to explain what that is, when there's a tight end, the defensive end lines up outside of the tight end. That's the nine technique. A wide nine is when there's no tight end, okay? But he's still lined up like there is a ghost tight end there. So that's the wide nine. There's a nine when there's tight end there and the wide nine when there's no tight end. So the defensive line kicks out big time, and then the linebacker stacks to the inside. So let's say we do, you know, no wide nine. We put them in, you know, a five technique outside the tackle. Then you're going to widen the linebacker. That's not really what you want to do either because here's why. You want to, when you're playing a mobile quarterback, which the 49ers defense now has way more practice on this because the Trey Lance is on the roster, you want to keep him inside and your linebacker spy over the top. So the wide nine, I think, is beneficial if your ends can keep contained. Where the wide nine fails is whenever your defensive ends, Eric Armstead, I'm looking at you, who played amazing, but this has been his problem in the past, when he's that wide nine and doesn't keep outside contained. That is where it falls apart. So I think that would be an adjustment that would be made, Adam. And I don't know what how D'Amico is going to handle that because we know how Robert Sala handled it. He never made the adjustment until halftime. So if you got burned by a play, you were just like, you know, folding your arms and just like, well, we're going to keep getting burned by this until halftime. And we saw that happen over and over again. One of the things I'm most excited about, D'Amico, and I don't know if we're going to see that, and I hope he can make quick adjustments. I think that's one of the best things about a coach that you can do, putting your players in a successful position. Now, Eagles went out and laid the wood now. They played, they put up some damn points. So this is, this is early on when the schedule came out, you're like, oh, man, Lions, dub, <laughs> week two Philly, dub, they shock some people. You know, you only give up six points on defense and you put up 33 points. That, that They played some good football. And their O-line, D-line is a big reason why. So it's going to be interesting. You know, how do you handle the coverage? I'm with you. I think you got to generate some pressure. The good news is there is a chasm. <laughs> you look at the worst thing about the Atlanta Falcons, and there are many bad things about the Atlanta Falcons. They have no defensive line and have not for about eight years straight. You look at the 49ers, much different story, especially on the edge. Um, our edge players are pretty damn good. 
What's up, Tommy? Appreciate the gift, man. He says, Niners are winning Sunday. Happy birthday, John Bitt. Thank you. Um, right on both accounts. I, I had a very wonderful day. Appreciated all the well wishes. And, yeah, I still do have the 49ers winning. Uh, you know, they're a three-point favorite currently. You know, depending on where you're betting stuff, I'm at my bets of the week um, just now. Um, so, uh, let's let's see here. Now, let's get into who practiced and who didn't practice because I think that this is kind of a big deal. You know, you, you look at, we've still got some guys that are out, and I think that this is a problem because whenever you look at this, here we go. Eric Armstead didn't play today. Now, is that, you know, is he resting? He's got an abductor issue. Kyle said he would be shocked if he didn't play. We have to have Eric Armstead this week. We have to. Uh, Armstead's coming off an incredible game. He had nine pressures, nine pressures. Now, I want to show you a quick clip uh, just to show how good <laughs> Armstead was. I love this clip. It just shows, one, the pressure that he's able to get from the inside, and two, how smart he is and just a smart vet. So here's a clip from Patreon um, on Armstead. Fred Warner's going to blitz here. We got D Ford. Look at 91 over the center. I love it, man. Oh, gosh, so close. So smart, too. Uh, you know, he, he lit up. This could have been a penalty. This could have been rough in the passer, but the dude's a vet. Watch Armstead get there in a hurry. I mean, he is there quick. Give it to Goff, man. He's <laughs> he threw it. Uh, perfect timing. But the fact that Armstead lit up instead of driving through, that's a good play by them, man. And so, like, you see that play, and you're like, all right. Like, Armstead's getting so close, so close, so close. That affects the play. And that's exactly what the opposing team has to do. Could Jared Goff continue to stay in there with all those pressures and make perfect throws? He proved he could not. The interception, right? It was, it was on pressure, things like that. Speaking of, Drake Greenlaw, pick six himself, he did not practice day with a groin. Um, that's rough, but it's not the biggest issue. Aziz is playing incredible. He had a hell of a game, Aziz did. He was all over the place. Uh, Kenlaw, this is a problem. Kenlaw still not practicing with that knee. We need him back as soon as possible. That's all there is to it. And for all the people like... I I don't think like you're getting what you deserve. Like I don't think that's what it is. But whenever you look at like, all right, people saying Kinlaw was a bust and a reach and all that stuff, and he's not producing. You don't understand what he brought. Fred Warner is not an a you know all pro player without Javon Kinlaw last year. That's just the facts. Kinlaw allows the linebackers to be what they are. Kinlaw stuffs the inside run. And, you know, I, I think that this is important because we saw the 49ers get gassed up the middle in the run game. And it was very easy to see why. The defensive tackles were getting blown off the ball. Probably our best anchor was Kerr, Zach Kerr, who we brought over just for that. He got wasted. Uh, here's just another clip, again, on Patreon. If you want to watch this full breakdown, I've got over an hour and a half of the game up already. I'm going to finish uh, the last little segment, one-third I have left tomorrow. But watch, watch how... This, Kerr gets thrown out of the club here. So we got 92 and 90. We got Givens and Kerr. And golly, man, just watch Kerr just get walked out of the park. He just gets escorted out of the party. Like, that is, you can't be this big and that strong and play this bad. Just watch how he just gets carried. It's just a simple base block or just a down block. And just watch, watch where he starts. At the hash, watch where he ends. Where the hell are you going? Like, he's still going. He got pushed outside the other hash. 
That is some terrible football play. And defensive line is the strength of our team. Like that that's that's the truth. But this ain't it, man. That ain't it. And whenever you're getting washed like that and they're getting to our backers, good gosh, man. You need a force on the inside because man, watch Dre Greenlaw. He's going to get mauled. How the hell like he's got two guys coming at him. And again, you look at the size of that freaking hole. Look at that. Ah, oh, starts up front. Need Kenlaw back. He's a game changer. That's just what it is. Now, I see the question. Alex, he says this. Don't know if you dissected the safeties yet. What did you think of Tart and Ward on? You know, Ward didn't get tested very often, really at all. Tart always gets tested. Like, And again, a lot of that's not so much against Tart. But as an offensive coordinator... When you have somebody playing man defense, you don't want to throw it against a corner. You don't want to throw it against Fred Warner, who's just incredible. So you're going to pick on the safety matchup, whoever that goes to. We put Tart on number 88 a lot, TJ Hawkinson. And Tart made some good plays, really good plays. But that's kind of how Tart has been his entire career. He's red hot, and then he has like two or three just like ouch plays, right? Like gave up the touchdown against 88, got beat on a couple third downs. But that's, you know, their matchup. So Ward, he's always where he's going to needs to be. Not a playmaker. That's not really who he is as a deep safety. Tart, it's a roller coaster, up and down. You know, he makes some splash, splash plays, but he gives up splash plays. So overall, very, very pleased with safety play. Not worried about that. The concern is going to be the corner. We know this to be true. It's going to be the corner. And, you know, with Emmanuel Mosley, he still didn't practice today with his knee. This probably sucks the most out of everybody. Now, not Verrett, but out of the people not practicing. We need damn corner play. And this dude, knee, you can't rush it back. Like, I understand that. But, man, Demo's starting, right? Diamador Lenore, we got him out there. That, that kid played 90 snaps. The most defensive snaps in the entire NFL. Week one of his rookie year, that, that dude, ah he's going to have a regression game at some point. Just understand that has to come. But who's going to start opposite of him? If Mosley doesn't go tomorrow, Thursday, he's not playing. That means Josh Norman or number 27 going to be starting outside. Nobody wants number 27 starting outside. And not acting like, oh, Josh Norman's going to be incredible. No, no, no. This dude was on the couch for a reason. But if our defensive line plays a certain way, here's the thing. Week one versus Detroit, the worst, the worst wide receiving core in the NFL, without doubt, without question. They have elite tight end, TJ Hawkinson. Week two, Philadelphia, they don't have vet wide receivers, but they have explosive. They got first rounders on both sides. I mean, Jalen Rager, that dude's electric. He hadn't put it together yet. But then you got Devontae Smith, holy cow, didn't take that kid long to just step in and be a stud. So, corner's going to be an issue all year, guys. And we're going to find out real damn quick if this defensive line can generate enough pressure to cover up and mask a bad corner group. Because it is. It's a bad corner group. Uh, even if you love Demo, which I do. I love that kid. He's incredible. He's a rookie, man. He's a fifth-round rookie. Maybe he just takes that job and runs with it, and that's all there is to it. But, man, the opposite side, when 27 goes in the game, you know pass interference penalties are coming. You know deep balls are coming because he doesn't make plays on the ball. He can be in phase all he wants, whatever. I I'm just telling you, it it's going to be fun. It it's 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 going to be interesting to say the least.
it's going to be interesting. Now, limited, D Ford was limited today with, wait for this, an ankle, all right? I saw D Ford's name on limited, and I was like, oh, no, probably just a vet day, whatever. Oh, come on, what is it? Then I saw ankle, and I was like, whew, we're good, we're good. Uh, as long as it's not the back or the neck, I, I we're all okay. So ankle, not worried about it. He looks so good. And if you go back, you know, D Ford was asked this offseason, when do you know you're returned? When do you know you're back? And he said, not until my first sack. Well, welcome back, D Ford. Good Lord. Watch D freaking Ford, baby. Welcome back. Look at the leverage. And he's just going to bench press this dude with power right into the quarterback. You say whatever you want about D Ford. You watch this play and tell me he's got back problems. Uh-uh-uh. Look at that. I mean, look at the force. Uh, right into the quarterback's face. Incredible play. Now you force a long field goal. Love it, man. He played really well. He really, really did. Now, here we go. Before we get to IU, before we get to IU, this is big. Let's talk real quick. Let's pay respect to our sponsor by Bookie. Then we're going to talk about Brandon IU. We are back with another season of my bookie. And if you didn't get in with our season-long bets before the season kicked off, that's okay. Because we've got a lot more bets every single week of the NFL season. And MyBookie is the best people to bet with. We've been with them for years. They're established. Credibility is off the charts. Their customer service is second to none. If you have any questions, you can call them. But here's the best thing about it. You bet, you win, you get paid. That's all there is to it. If you use promo code 49ers, which again, if you're watching us live, you can just take a picture of the screen. It's going to put the promo code in there with the QR code that's there for you. If not, go to mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers whenever you set up your initial account. They're going to match your initial deposit up to $1,000. And on top of that, we're going to have bets of the week every single week here on the 49ers Rush podcast. But for you crazy people, that want to do all the crazy betting that we do, that's going to be available for you guys over on Patreon. So go to patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast, and I have my weekly bets posted there every single week. Last year, we tripled up on the season. So come join us. Bet with my bookie. They're the best there is. Bet, win, get paid. It's simple with my bookie. All right, our bet of the week will be up tomorrow. I usually don't bet Thursday games. They're just too dang weird. They're too volatile. I don't like that. I believe in easy money is good money. So if I'm not super high confident about something, I'm not putting my money on it. So hold tight. Get all that out tomorrow once practice reports come out. That's where that's going to be. Now, let's talk. This is the main. Here we go. Brandon Ayuk, okay, is he, in fact, in the doghouse? Because that's what people are telling us, right? He's in the doghouse. Listen <laughs> to the source. Unedited, unabridged, full quote before you decide anything based on what other yahoos are saying. Here's head coach on Brandon Ayuk. Um, not totally. I mean, we just, you know, he's, you know, I, it's kind of what I, anytime that you do have a setback with hamstring and you have a guy behind you playing as well as Trent's played, um, you know, I know Trent wasn't a first-round draft pick and stuff, so that might 
not be as obvious with the talent level and stuff, but he's been a hell of a football player since he's been here. Um, I expect, um, Ayuk's been a little inconsistent because he's been in and out with his injury and stuff, and that's what we felt was the best chance for us this week. Uh, last week, Ayuk still has got a chance to get that spot up and not rotate as much. Trench just doesn't make that very easy. Um, so these three days are important in practice, how we balance out our game plan, how we balance out our routes, and um, I'm, I'm happy with Ayuk. It's nothing against Ayuk. I'm just also happy with Trent, too, and I think both of them can continue to get better. It's so simple, man. People make so much out of nothing. They create to put themselves in the spotlight, right? They're not... The people that put all the dissension out there and negativity and stuff, they're not doing that for your benefit. They're doing it because they need something to say, hey, look at me. How do you listen to that quote and say, like, oh, he's in the doghouse? Plus, by the way, you look at snap counts. If you watch the game whatsoever, they were at a 50% snap share. I think um, IU got 26, I think, and Sherfield got 27. And, again, Kyle Shanahan, he tells you what he believes. I'm wearing the 49ers waterworks. 49ers don't leak. That's what it is. Kyle Shanahan's going to give it to you straight. And again, people are comparing him to Dante Pettis and all those things. This dude's still getting snaps like crazy. So, like, anybody that, that thinks that way, oh, God, Lee, it's so gross. It's so gross. So, Ayuk is just fine. <laughs> but he's had some issues, and Sherfield's been on fire. Go back to the Trey Lance 80-yard touchdown preseason one. Scores the first touchdown of the season now. Like, if you just swap the jerseys and Brandon Ayuk caught that first, you know, just a whip route where he broke in and broke back out, everybody would be like, oh, Brandon Ayuk is the best. Oh, my gosh. But, like, the four this, – this is the thing. You shouldn't be happy that – Oh, your guy caught the touchdown. You should be happy you got a touchdown. You should be happy we have good wide receiver play. So what if it's not number 11 out there? Yeah, Sherfield's not a first-round pick. Yeah, big whoop. Who cares? He still gets the same amount of points for a touchdown. That's what we should be excited about. We were so concerned. Who the hell's going to be the wide receiver three? Oh, we don't have a wide receiver three. Oh, this is... Uh, uh. Guess what? We have a very good wide receiver three. And in week one, that was Brandon Ayuk. Now, I do fully expect Ayuk's snap count to increase as we move forward. There's no doubt that's just what it is. However, it's not the end of the world if they have a 50-50 split again, especially whenever Debo and Kittle are killing it so much. So, did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Woosaw. <laughs> Channel and the bad boys. Martin Lawrence over there. Chill the hell out. Relax. Everything is fine. It, 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 just in case you don't know. If you're worried about this offense, guess who scored the most points in week one in the entire NFL? Ding, ding, ding. It is the freaking San Francisco 49ers who put up 41. How the hell do you put up 41 points and people still complaining about the quarterback and the wide receiver? Are you guys kidding me? Uh, <laughs> that That is, uh, anyway, whew, get me worked up twice on here, guys. I love it. I love it. Uh Man, I cannot say this. Carnus Rufus, thank you for the gift. I love the name. Um, and he says, bless the ankles, pray for the knees, and Shanny we trust. Here's what I'm going to say. I was going to save this for the end because it's a little bit off topic. But, man, you're going to bring it up. Um, I, I, I love it. I want to I give some Shanny love, just a little bit of Shanny love on this play. I'm going to show you this. Probably one of my favorite plays from the whole week one. And a lot of plays, like, you'll watch it and you'll be like, oh, man, Debo made this play. Or the O-line created this to make this play. Sometimes, and again, this is why Shanahan gets the respect that, you know, so many people around the NFL give him. You watch this play and you just see Shanahan created this. This was created on the board and executed perfectly. Kyle Shanahan should get these stats. You use the flare motion to widen the linebacker. This is Shanahan here. Okay, so he's got to get to the flats. That's going to adjust his gap over and pull him this way, creating a throwing lane. Look at this. Just right there. Just a simple hitch route. You know, some plays you can look at and you can say, all right, the quarterback or the running back or whatever made the play. This is this play was made on X's and O's chalkboard. This is coaching. So when people say like, oh, Shanahan, is he really that good? You see plays like this created, manufactured completely by the head coach on the sideline. That's scheme. That's all scheme. Watch whenever he goes. Look, this ball's going here, right here on this hash. You can't throw that with number eight there. So you send him in motion. And again, look at the space created. Look at the ball. It's going right there on the hash. <laughs> Debo almost slipped it. He almost slipped it. That, that, that was me breaking uh, downfield on my birthday. You saw me having an alcoholic beverage at the end of that clip. <laughs> I was having a good time. I had to get film done, and it was late uh, after practice yesterday. And I was like, man, I got to get this in. But it was my birthday, so I was like, man, I kind of want a beer. That's uh, <laughs> what it is. Now, Jared on uh, Facebook, I love it, man. We're all over the place, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, um, traditional podcasts as well. He asked this. Um he says, what's your take on the blown lead at the end of the game? Obviously, it wasn't a good look. Was it a matter of having backups, playing prevent? Uh, no reason to worry. The number one reason why the lead was blown, three turnovers. Three turnovers, okay? That's huge. Missed field goal. That's four. And, you know, I, I think the issue is so many things. And you can focus on the defense, being tired, whatever else. Good Lord, you're playing prevent defense. Okay, you go into a shell because you're up three touchdowns, you know, with so much time left. You're saying, look, there's no way they're going to be able to score all these, these times if we just control the ball. Well, then we missed the onside kick. 
Well, you just gave up a 14-play drive. Now defense has to go back out there, right? Then you get back on offense, and you go, and, man, you, you win the game, and Debo fumbles it. So what happens is momentum's a real thing, first off. As a coach, I can tell you right now. It just, you can feel it. It's there. It matters. And so that's, there, there's lots of issues there, but protecting the ball and turnovers are key. That's number one. Special teams is key. Again, special teams have sucked since Kyle Shanahan's been here. Guess what? We lost the special teams battle big time week one. Won the missed field goal. Um, and then, of course, the onside kick. Those two were gigantic. Now, sticking with that theme, Coach Hightower, the special teams coordinator, spoke to the media, and I'm trying to find some positives here because, again, special teams just sucks for the 49ers, and it did week one, and I hope it changes, but here's a little positivity about special teams. Yeah, I think uh, I think guys do fly under the radar a lot uh, when it comes to special teams. I think that uh, special teams in general is all about field position and helping take advantage. So if you want to say a guy that – probably stood out what you guys can see i mean it's it's, it's it was samson last week uh, he had to tackle at the 10 yard line he had two tackles in the ball game uh we've been really pleased with samson he's done everything we wanted him to do when he came here we thought he was a good def would be a good defensive player we really thought he would be a great special teams player and a really great defensive player so that uh that everything he we thought he was he is and we're happy that we have him and sure feels the same way so those two guys are Personnel department did a heck of a job finding those guys, and then those guys are living up to what we thought they would bring to the table. So that's been awesome. So I, I really like a lot that was mentioned there. I, re I really, really do, because finally you're seeing some draft capital, Talanoa Hufanga, right? You're seeing some actual free agent capital in Samson and Sherfield pan out special teams wise and hopefully those continue to make improvements now samson he had an up and down game but man he showed up in some big moments you know that last play of the game wouldn't happen without you know samson there so some positives and i want to focus on those because you know if you want to, if you're going to ask me as a coach what's the biggest need for improvement it's special teams that's what it is it's special teams it's a third of the game and you can't always lose it. <laughs> We're 0 for 1 so far this year. That's got to change. That's got to change. Now, sticking with positives. Man, press Dean freaking auction. Listen to me. If you do one thing today, you want to support the podcast or whatever, this is the way to do it. it. has nothing to do with money. It's all about getting more stuff to give away to the countdown crew. Here we go. All right, guys. You know me. 49ers Rush Podcast has become synonymous with giveaways. It's what it's about. It's helping the community grow. I need your help right now. This is huge. If you want us to step up our giveaway game, I need your help. PrestineAuction.com. You sign up for an account there. Use the promo code RUSH. You're going to get $10 off your first purchase. Now, listen. look at this. Look at this. Look what I got in this bad boy. Right here. The Fred Warner jersey. Boom. Do you see that right there? That is autographed with authentication, and this is the best quality jersey you're going to find anywhere. Compliments of them. They gave it to us, and they said, hey, you guys give stuff away. Give some of our stuff away. If we get enough signups, they're going to back the podcast, and here's the deal. I don't get a penny of this. I told them. I was like, look, I want a partnership. Because I want to step up the giveaway game that we do here with the Countdown Crew monthly, with our 49ers Rush road trip, with our draft parties, all those things. So if we get people to sign up and buy something, they have all kinds of stuff. You can buy mini helmets. You can buy cards. 
You can buy signed photographs. It doesn't, everything's not super expensive. They have that there. Go there. Trust me right now. If you want to help the podcast out and you're sitting there and you're saying, man, I want to win one of those giveaways. Well, if you want to give away like this, I need you to go sign up over there. It helps the podcast out tremendously. Again, no money involved for us. But if we get enough signups, guys and girls, we can start giving this stuff away monthly with this type of quality. I need your help. Head over there, pristineauction.com. Use the promo code RUSH, R-U-S-H. Get $10 off your first order. And most importantly, help the podcast so we can help the community giving out more stuff. I love it. Go do it. <laughs> Go sign up, please. Uh, man, I want to give away that stuff. Uh, I'm tired of buying jerseys. <laughs> uh, but I will say this, you know, we, we've got everything going on this week. For 40 hours rush road trip, man, we're going to be in Philly. So excited. Look at all these jerseys we have accumulated to give away on these road trips. You know, if you're going with us to Chicago, Philly, if you're going with us to Los Angeles, you better go get your hotels, man, because they are selling out. Uh, so please come party with us. That's there. Uh, we're partying the night before together, all that stuff. So excited to meet up with everybody and give all this stuff away. Um, all some high quality stuff, man. So uh, anyway, help us out with that. Now, let's talk offensive line and tight ends because if i was to say like who had the best game like if you had to pick a unit it's o-line and tight ends which i grouped together especially for the 49ers um they just completely killed it and so at first i'm going to play a clip of jimmy talking about them then i'm going to show you a clip of george kittle killing a guy so the o-line definitely got the game ball there's no doubt about it here's the the quarterback talking about the o-line and just how important it is very very impressive in the run and pass game, really. It's just uh, those guys were – they got off to a good start. Uh, we were, they were rolling up front, and it, it makes everything easier when those guys can play like that. And Just when the five of them are working together, even with the tight ends and, and Juice as the fullback, makes for a good, uh, makes for a good, good scheme. And, and, and so, like, whenever they're going, everything goes well. Now, why I'm going to get a little excited on this next clip. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> and, again, if you like this clip, these clips – Patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. Join us over there. We just passed 250 supporters over there, which is incredible. Really do appreciate that. I mean, it's incredible, the community that's growing over there. So, and Plus, we have our uh, Zoom hangout coming out here in just about two short weeks. So that's coming up at the end of the month. But watch George Kittle just kill a human being on TV. Outside, I mean, look at this crease. Oh, my God, George Kittle. Watch George Kittle, baby. Watch George Kittle, baby. Watch George Kittle, baby. Oh, my gosh. He just killed two people. Watch him. Gets out wide. Oh, sorry. I lost him in the shuffle there. Watch 85. Watch 85. Right here. Hooks it. Boom. Just buries with his... This should have been roughing the linebacker. <laughs> I mean, the defensive end, I don't know what that is. But you watch what Kittle does, okay? He gets out wide, okay? You're going to see him right here. He literally lifts up. It's right behind the goalpost and just buries this dude and follows through on it. Like, this is textbook roughing the passer. You're not going to call it against the defensive lineman. But good Lord, he just killed him. You want to see a dead body? Anybody want to see a dead body? Oh, uh. Man, that I feel that. Whew. 
<laughs> it's awesome, man. Like, that doesn't happen. You don't have tight ends. Like, okay, sometimes tight ends will get, like, a pancake block or whatever. No, no, no. That was a lift-up, DDT, freaking suplex, whatever, WWE move, and just totally baptized this 265-pound defensive end. Like, he's different, guys. He's different. It's it's just it's just different. He's so good. Yeah, and you know, Boulevard, I put C in there. McGlinchey, uh, proud of McGlinchey versus Detroit. McGlinchey played well. Um, nobody really got, I think there was one hit on the quarterback where three people hit him at the same time. And uh, despite that, Jimmy Garoppolo completed that pass, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad somebody picked up that reference. Thank you, George. Uh, Boys in the Hood, man. Amazing movie. Uh, absolutely. Anybody want to see a dead body? All right. Um, so now let's talk quarterbacks and how great is it or refreshing rather. And again, there's no quarterback drama this week. I feel like everybody kind of is, is settling down a little bit, calming down a little bit, and just realizing like, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is actually pretty damn good. And right now, we we have it's it's organic is the word I've been using because as long if Jimmy plays like this, he's the starter. That's all there is to it. Now, if Jimmy has a bad game, starts turning the ball over, gets hurt, then the conversation happens. But when you win. And you put up 41 damn points in a game offensively. Now, Trey Lance helped with some of that, right? Nobody's calling for a change, right? Uh, we, we know who the starting quarterback is moving forward. It, that's very, very clear and obvious. And if it's not obvious, then, again, where do you get your news from? What is it they're trying to sell? Um, understand those, answer those questions, and then you go. Um, now, Jimmy talked today, and the question was just about like the game and how he feels about things. And he said some really interesting things. Now, maybe he's just saying the right things. But I'm telling you right now, Jimmy Garoppolo, this dude's playing with some confidence. He is cocky. And he he's he's not holding back. It's like it's Jimmy unfiltered. And I, I'm all for it. What you're saying, but uh, I think just the overall seeing the picture of the defense, uh, the smooth operation between the huddle to the line, uh, all that stuff, I think, just comes with experience and having run it through practice through preseason through the games it's all starting to add up now and it's just uh it's slowing down for me out there so starting to see it a lot better than i was in the past and uh just calling it as a whole feeling the rhythm of kyle the offense it's really uh i mean we've still got a long way to go don't don't get me wrong but it's uh it's coming along and so man that's awesome if, if he continues to improve as we hope he does everybody should root for jimmy roplo to succeed it's the best interest of the 49ers uh, that's good things there so uh, like i love hearing that slowing down all that different stuff now um from jay aguayo um he says john why don't they use use check more Th this is a, that's an issue okay you didn't get a carry you got one target you caught it for seven yards and they do use check use Use check. That's hard to say. Um, often, just don't really get him the ball that much. And if you look across his entire career, the most rushing attempts he's ever had in his entire career is 17. That was last year. That's one a game. That's it. Like Now, where he kind of steps up even more is in the passing game. And yeah, I would like that more. You know, last two years, he's gotten 29 and 24 targets respectively. I would like that to increase. But this is a, now a problem with the 49ers is who, who you take your targets away from. And on top of that, 
Use check went out. We didn't have Sermon in there. Elijah Mitchell and Jamichael Hasty didn't do well in pass protection. So Kittle had to stay in for 10 pass protection snaps. He's the best receiving tight end in the NFL. You could throw, you know, uh, Kelsey in there with him. That's fine. Or Waller. That's fine. But he's at least elite at it, right? But what it, it became very, very clear the number one reason uh, to do this is you protect the quarterback, this offense flows smoothly. That's all there is to it. So if you have to sacrifice George Kittle for pass protection, then it lets you know, use check, you're going to be used back there for pass protection as well. Now, you look at the offensive ranks of this team. Again, this is after week one, but everybody's played one game. Detroit's not a good football team, but you look at these numbers, it becomes very clear this offense balled out. Most points scored in the NFL, number one. Fifth most yards in the NFL. They had 442 yards, guys. 400 yards. <laughs> that, that's stupid, right? Um, second best net yards per pass attempt, which is a Kyle Shanahan stat. Uh, efficiency, that's what that measures. Um, two rushing touchdowns, that's second. Uh, tenth rushing attempts, 11th rushing yards. They played really, really well offensively. Now, let's flip the coin. Let's be honest, right? Let's hold this team accountable. Defensively, if we would have stopped this measuring at three and a half quarters, it would have also been top 10. That's not the story. 25th most points. They gave up 33. You don't give up 33 points and win very many games. Gave up 430 yards. That's huge. And again, a lot of this has to do with the timeout or the turnovers. On special teams, fumble snap by Garoppolo. Got to throw that one in there. Fumbled thing by Debo. Like, that's huge. That's a lot of snaps that they had to play out there. They give up the most first downs in the entire NFL. And, I mean, you can keep going on and on. Now, what are some of the good things? They got an interception. That puts them top four. Um, you know, they allowed, you know, eh, the yards and completions and all those things just around average. But at the end of the day, points are number one. Yards tell a different story. Those things need to be fixed. Now, the next episode is going to be completely all Philadelphia Eagles matchups, what to exploit, and all that stuff. But I need you guys to do me a favor. Please do this, guys. Go sign up for an account at Prestine Auction. Even if you're only going to put 5 bucks in there, you can still get stuff because you're getting $10 off. They have all kinds of items over there that you can get for cheap. Cards, you know, cheap stuff. You don't have to spend $150. Go sign up, PrestineAuction.com. Use the promo code RUSH. Help us out. Help us out so that we can give out more stuff. Uh, it's very, very important to me, and I, th I think it could really help us in our audience and all those things, which is important. Um, so, anyway, that's what it is. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed today's show. I think that was a lot of fun. If you want some more content, head over to Patreon.com, as always. I've got two hours, almost two hours of content up, and I'm going to be doing something early in the morning. Um, again, tomorrow, uh, finishing out every single snap of the All-22 Coaches film, which you can't get anymore. Um NFL took it away from everybody. I got lucky and found a source. <laughs> so anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. You guys are incredible. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.